I guess you still have an assistant coach that you're, you're looking to, to hire, uh, but you've got Pablo and uh, Hernandez. You know, it's kind of your crop of coaches now. Does it, you know, it's a pretty boring question, so I apologize, but does this feel a little different? Did today's first session just, just feel different? That's a tough question because I, I, uh, I'm still very good friends with the uh, the last batch of coaches, our last staff. So I don't. <laughs> I would just say, yeah, you know, it feels different because it's a, it's new new people, um, and you know, we 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 decided to go with some some new energy. Uh, that's a decision I, I made, and you know, right now the uh, the staff with Pablo and Nacho, I know Nacho very well, and and I think one of Pablo's biggest strengths is 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 the you know the the energy the positive energy that he brings um that that balances out all his soccer tactics and, and knowledge but he brings this this uh energy to him that i think is very important to to a sports team you know, if you want to continue to develop a good culture so in that in that regard it's, it's felt very it's felt very good with with the group that we have right now it's a little bit different energy i think it's a question you might have to ask other staff people uh, because I might be too biased, um, but I think there's there's a lot of positive energy in the air. Um, and then if it's okay, help me understand kind of the progression that you guys are going to take throughout preseason. And, and I guess what I mean by that, you guys start with a lot of fitness and then integrate ball work um, as preseason progresses or, or are you immediately into kind of trying to find new and creative ways to, to score attacking opportunities and defend and, and all that yeah no it's it's a little bit of both but our guys came in with a great base um i think you heard you know a lot of guys there was a good chunk of, of guys that were coming in and doing their own playing and running and and so they already had a packet and there's some that chose to do it here and add the ball to as opposed to just running at home and that just that that put us at a place where we can get into soccer a little bit earlier so that's that's the idea. Quickly get into soccer, quickly get into our style of play and principles and see if we can uh, adjust some things um, from last year and continue continue to grow in some from last year. You know, it's you, time when you have time and to work, you've got to take advantage of that time. And right now is where we can really, you know, buckle down and, and work on these principles to to really make clear to the players what we want to do in certain areas of the field and what we want. What is our DNA uh, going forward? Thank you, Tom. Next up is Jake Hatch. Jake, your line should be open here momentarily. Hey, Freddie, thanks for doing this. You guys got me? Thank you. Yep. I wanted to ask you, in terms of a year ago this time, it was just right before we all kind of got locked down with everything. You guys had played two matches at this point point last year. What is different in your opinion about this year versus last year? I don't know. I thought last year we had a good preseason. You know, I thought overall it was it was good. Um, we started off the season not bad, and I think you know, um, COVID hitting disrupted a little bit of that, and for everybody, not, I'm not just saying ourselves. So, um, I thought you know we had a good showing against a very good Orlando team and a good showing here at home that we just got unlucky of winning the match. Um, but uh, the, the the biggest thing I would say is. For me, the, 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 there's two big things. One, that the guys were coming in so early and doing work on their own, which was, I thought, huge, huge in what we want the, the environment to be, what we want the culture to be. Um, and then the other part of it is 
um, you know, having Pablo and Ignacio who had a little bit of, uh, it's almost like meshing in. So now you had a group of players and team that are, are eager to get started and working on the off season. And then you bring in a new staff that has that same energy and, and positive energy. And it's, I think it was, it's so far, you know, like the perfect storm where we're, we're all on the same page. We're all, you know, the energy's high and we want to continue to grow. And, uh, and that, that's, that's huge for me. The biggest thing I want from, from our staff is to be very positive um, and, and not, not, not positive in a corny way, just positive where we're coming in and working every day. We're getting, we're creating the, have the energy to sit down with the individual every day and small groups every day. And um, yeah, that takes a lot of energy, uh, but we need, we need coaches that, that are positive and hungry for that. And I think that's what we got this year. And if I might, there, there's a lot of uncertainty still going on. We're still in the middle of a global pandemic, obviously. Numbers are going down on that. Also, the, the, this club's in the middle of being sold. We don't know necessarily what the timeline is on that. What is your, kind of your mentality amidst all of this uncertainty with this team? Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's, you know, you try to put that aside. And really the focus has been is just, again, the excitement for me has been it's new positive energy in the office and positive energies from the players. And when you have that, uh, it, it's easy to focus on just let's just do the task at hand, and that's going in training and, and, and getting into preseason. So we really it's it's funny because there hasn't been any conversation between the staff or between players or us and players of talking about any of that sort of stuff. So it's all about let's get down to business. And I think we all came in with one mentality and thought in mind, and that was we weren't good enough last year as a group, as a group, collective group, player, staff, club. We weren't good enough last year. And that's really the only thing that's been in, 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 in the back of our mind. And we're anxious to get together. Everything else, I, I believe, will sort itself out. And, and that's what we got to leave it. I have no control about anything else. The only control we have is the, the pre- preparation that we have here and the energy that we put into it and, and, and trying to find new players and whatnot and staff to come and, and, and be a piece of that process. Next question comes from Jose Rodriguez. Jose, your line will be open momentarily. Um, thank you. If I may, I'd like to ask a question in Spanish to Freddy. Um, Freddy, quiero preguntarle sobre Douglas Martínez. Va a estar con la selección de Honduras. Se confirmó ayer que entra dentro de la lista final. Va a estar con Honduras prácticamente todo el mes de marzo. Se va a perder toda la pretemporada, pero va a estar compitiendo en un altísimo nivel. ¿Cómo ve el cuerpo técnico de Rio Salt Lake? Eh, esta situación como algo positivo o les preocupa que Douglas se pierda eh, casi toda la pretemporada muchas gracias pues eh, es positivo para Douglas es positivo para Aaron Justin y Ochoa que también están con las selecciones siempre es positivo estar con la selección uh, nos gustaría cualquier profesor le gustaría que traiga todos sus jugadores y todo su plantel para prepararlos lo mejor posible pero sabemos que es, es, todavía es, anda jugando fútbol, físicamente anda mejorando, o so no es como si está parado o lesionado. Um, so todo es positivo y cada vez que uno va con su selección es un gran orgullo, pero a la misma vez llega a, un, a otro nivel, porque siempre yo creo que el, el nivel de la selección es un nivel alto que uno llega más preparado. Fred, if you could, do you mind uh, answering that in English as well for the English media? So, Mr. Rodriguez asked, uh, you know, Douglas is with the national team and just got called up and he'll be missing the whole mar- month of March, miss our preseason. Uh, and if I see that as a negative or positive, and, and 
I could be very selfish and I think every coach would and we'd we'd be lying if we didn't want all our players here which we do but the second best part of it is that he is not injured or just not here he's training every day training at a high level every day getting ready for a high level um competition that could essentially get him to an olympic stage um so from that aspect uh it's nothing but positive because you know typically when a player goes with the national team uh, and they stay healthy they, they come back at a with a sharpness and, and a certain confidence so that you know that's first would be if he could be here and if not the second best would be that he's with the national team still playing and that's where it is and we'll take that because we also it, it gives us um chance to work with players that we have here and you know we brought an exciting player like rubio as well who we're excited about uh and then we know that another one of our nines is out in in uh with with honduras training and preparing for for uh olympic qualifiers that could put him on a big stage and hopefully he you know he gets an opportunity to get to the olympics Thank you for that, Freddie. Uh, coming up next, uh, our next question will be from James Edward. Um, in just a moment, James, your line should be open. There you go. You hear me, Freddie? Yes, I can. How are you doing, James? Good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Good. Hey, I want to ask you, I know, um, especially in professional sports, a lot of times season ends, go on the off season, there's a lot of guess out of sight out of mind a lot but I know you guys are constantly working even though your day-to-day stuff isn't in the public eye when you look at what this club has done from the roster standpoint during the offseason how do you feel about where you sit right now yeah we love we love the work we love the work that the players have been put in but we're still like any other team we're still looking to bring in a couple players that we feel will will make us a more competitive team uh, we need that new blood. We need that new competition. We need that new excitement. And anytime you bring in some new players, it adds that. We lost some players. We lost some players, some important players. Um, and that happens to every team in the league. Um, but we we are definitely in, in the phase of, you know, we're about 90% done as far as the team is concerned. But we need, you know, those two or three players uh, in a couple positions to make us, a, you know, a, a playoffs standard team. Did you get the sense that the off season was, um, it, you know, talking with uh, Elliot and things like that, was the off season more challenging than it's ever been because of COVID or do you think it was a pretty standard off season from your point of view? It's uh, it wasn't standard. And, and so when you get to the point of, you know, maybe some players not being able to travel back home uh, because of COVID and restrictions, you know, that, 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 uh, that's maybe a good thing because you have more players in market and they do, you know, they, 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 they get, you know, they work on their, their soccer and they don't get to go too much on, they go on vacation, but it's more here and around. And there's always an opportunity to come and train, which is a plus, but also us, when you're talking about bringing in new players, uh, there's not a whole lot of more, uh, flying in, in, in that, those trips where you get to go see the player physically doesn't happen as often or sometimes not even at all. It just depending on where their country or, or city or any of that is and what the restrictions are. So in that aspect, that's, it's been very difficult, right? So you got to depend a lot on what we're doing right now, Zooms and interviews. And I, I think you get a good feeling of a person through this type, but it, it's never the same as, as also going and actually talking to someone face-to-face and, and potentially watching a live game or, or watching a, uh, 
uh, a live practice. So in that regards, it's, it's, you know, you're kind of just going off video and interviews like we're doing right now. And uh, you hope that you still get it right. Thanks, Freddie. Thank you, James. Next up will be Glenn Crooks. Glenn, your line should be open momentarily. Hey, Freddie. How are you? Good. How are you, Glenn? Fantastic. Hey, you mentioned a couple of times, and I've wondered about this with all the teams, but you mentioned a couple of times, you know, how beneficial it was that the players came in early. That was a volunteer thing. And I remember seeing that MLS announcement that players could come in. Uh, and I thought to myself, like, boy, if I were a captain of that team, I would call everybody up and say, you will be in. I, I'm just, how did, how do you know, how did it happen? Do you think the players just took responsibility individually or did your leadership kind of say, hey, let's go guys. I don't know to tell the truth, Glenn. All I know is, uh, you know, we were coming into the office, obviously, and, and doing our, our off-season work and trying to find players and prepping and all that. And, you know, I, I remember the early stages of seeing, I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was Albert, Marcelo, Glad, Corey Baird, Aaron, Pablo. It's a group of seven or so, and, and, and off and on. And they were just doing their fitness, running their package here inside as opposed to being outdoor. And then I, they, they uh, started doing some of the soccer stuff after that, some small-sided stuff. And then you just – week would go by, and all of a sudden two or three more guys were coming in, and all of a sudden like 10 guys. So I'm assuming it was all through organically and, and the, the, the leaders in those, that first group contacting guys and telling them to come out. And it just turned into all of a sudden 15 to 20 guys here um, playing and, and doing some small-sided stuff. So I, I can't tell you the truth. It definitely wasn't from the staff and – um, but it, it, I'm, you know, pretty sure it was from some of that first initial group that just started chatting with guys and telling them they, they should, it would be best or not best, but that they were doing something and having fun with it that, that drew other players to come and do it. Did that give you a pretty good idea of, of the mentality of the team, you know, that they kind of want to get going? Uh, yeah. I mean, for me, it was when I saw that it, nothing but goosebumps because, you know, I, you know, I've mentioned this a few times, none of us, none of us none of us and me, you know, probably most were, were not happy with what happened with last year. Um, and, and we believe this club is a playoff um, caliber club. And that's where we achieve, uh, want you to achieve every year and, and make a run for the trophy of the championship MLS cup. So I think, you know, when you talk to anyone and you know that the only way you can fix that's with work. And so when you, that's your mentality and the players are thinking the same way, you love to see that. And that, uh, again, that doesn't guarantee anything, right? It, it never it never guarantees that you're going to win, but I, I, I know it does uh, make you more competitive and it helps prepare you. And so our job is to try to prepare and work every day. And that's the only secret to success is you got to come in every day and work. And when you see that from the early stages from a group of players and that, that all of a sudden uh, trickle down to more players, uh, got me nothing but excited to to get ready and work with the guys because we know where they started from, their mindset. And then, when you said mindset, that's exactly it. Every every organization and individual and, and team organization is looking for the right mindset. And what's the right mindset? We don't know. We all have opinions. But I think at the core of that is it's a hardworking group. And that's that's what this group is demonstrating right now. Thanks, Freddie. Thank you. Thanks, Glenn. Next up is Alex. Your line is open. Hi, Freddie. Good afternoon. Uh, nice to talk to you again. Um, I'm, I'm kind of curious in terms of um, in terms of pandemic, like 
to what degree are you guys kind of used to the protocols and the testing and kind of the rhythm that has had to come over the last year? And how much are you guys still m maybe adjusting to that, if at all? Yeah, I think we, we're getting used to some things. Or the one I really feel bad for is, is Theron Ann's our, our head medical guy, because he's the one who has to deal with all the all the uh, organizing, all the scheduling, all like he has to deliver, you know, all the, all the news and, and when someone has to be quarantined and when this and what, what, you know, you can't train cause you just got into market and you have to like, he's a, he's the guy that has to deliver all the harsh uh, protocols and stick by them. Right. So he's done an amazing job. And I, I just want to make sure I mentioned that to you guys is um, him and his staff have done an unbelievable job to keep us all safe. And I think us as a staff and, and players, it's just now we're used to it. They Again, they've done such a good job of organizing it that we know what days we're going to get tested. Um, we're constantly, you know, the, the place is constantly getting clean. Like, uh, I think we're getting used to it. I mean, I would be lying. It's, you don't get used to it, but at least we know we have a routine now and, and what that routine is and what to expect. So overall, uh, we're, we're making the best out of this, this situation that none of us want to be in. Yeah, and... Um... One, one other question just related to something that Jake asked earlier, Jake Hatch. Um, you know, um, he mentioned the ownership stuff, uh, the transition, and like, you know, you mentioned that you guys are kind of just full steam ahead. You're wanting to focus on on play on the field. And kind of related to that, um, is there any part of you just personally that kind of wants the team to to be good, to start well, to win some games early on in the season, just to kind of maybe prove on some level that this is a club that's worth investing in? 100%. Well, first for, first and foremost, it's for our fans. You know, it's, it's, uh, we, our fans expect and want and are used to uh, an exciting winning team. And, and so we want to put that. I think every single player here uh, loves the crest, loves the colors, loves the city. Um, so I think we, we want to, we, we want to give, put something on the field and, and that represents the state and the city. Right. Um, so that's exciting. We definitely want to start well um, with the understanding that, you know, we're also, we want to become mentally prepared for, for ups and downs of the league as well. It's a, it's a tough league and it's, it's, it's a league that's very challenging. And um, we, we go in with the mindset of wanting to win every single game, but also understanding that there, it's, there's roller, it's a roller coaster ride at times in, in this league and that we got to be able to deal with those. If you can deal with the, the low moments well in this league and not really let it just continue to go down and down, then, you know, then the teams that are able to do that, I think they end up being uh, a very competitive team towards the end because you are going to have uh, downs. San Jose was a perfect example last year. And the, just the way that uh, Almeida turned that around for them was was amazing to see and, and a learning experience for me from the outside. But um, again, uh, we, we definitely want to start right. And I think that, that what the guys have been doing, uh, they were coming in training that lets us now starting today, um, just really focus on the football uh, almost puts us a few steps ahead of where we were last year. Uh, and the idea is, yeah, is to start off positive at the beginning of the year. Um, I would love to have a home game for the, in, in, at home for the first, first game of the season. I think that would be, Awesome. I think the last time we did that was maybe 2017. Uh, but if not, we're ready to accept the, uh, the on, on the road challenge because we I think we picked up three ties in the last three years when, when that's happened. So we just we got to start off more positive, be more competitive, uh, be more competitive at home uh, where we're winning our, with the majority, if not all our games at home. Um, and I think we'll be a, uh, going in the right direction.
Any other questions for Freddie? Tom? Uh, Tom Hackett, you'll be up next. Your line will be open momentarily. Freddie, um, when, when we, if you were to simplify like a player's leadership, you could kind of, I guess, cut it into two. You've got vocal leadership and then you've got kind of a, a playing leadership where you, where you lead by, by playing example. The loss of, of, of Beckerman and, and Onoohai in particular leaves a hole in both categories, but, but I'm more focused on the vocal side of things. Have you, have you sat down certain players and spoken to them about how maybe they can help lead from a more vocal standpoint, or are you just letting that uh, all occur organically? A combination. There's, I haven't gone to everyone. I also want to kind of see, you know, you, you go and you got to kind of let it play out a little bit and see who's, who's who in the everyday. Um, but there's some natural leaders there with Albert and Demir and Donnie, some of the older guys, Marcelo, Aaron, who's gone right now with the national team. These are all guys that are going to be important players for us as far as the leadership. And then you still have some you other guys that have I, I um, are you know kind of have been preparing for this and and a voice and have experience like Zach McMath and Putna now and Beasler like guys that that also can can help. Uh, I think that the ideally you know we identify the two leaders, two to three leaders. Um, it's going to be a tricky year with some qualifiers for people and with with Olympic teams and and whatnot. So we got to make sure we find the 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 two or three leaders so when people are missing uh there's they, someone can quickly fill the void but aside from that i don't think it's all on them i think um to answer your question is there's there's a group of leadership there's a group of some of those guys can all get on the same page and and and, and i can help guide them and we're, we're all pushing in the same direction uh because I, I i also believe it can't always be there's one leader that's got to carry out with the rest but i think there's it's got to be supported by by a group um, and the more guys we can get thinking the same, the better overall for everybody. And I think that's what makes championship teams where you can share that leadership role and, and really, uh, you know, it, where it comes from multiple directions, saying the same message, I think would be huge. Our last question comes from Andrea Urban. Andrea, your line is open. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can Sorry, hear you, Andrew. Was a, I was muted and then I was coughing. Um, anyway, hi, Freddie. Good to see you. Good. How are you? Um, good. So I'm to top this off as your last question. You've kind of answered this throughout, but I wanted just a more, you know, specific answer towards it. So 2020 was all about uncertainty. And, you know, now you just answered Alex's question about how you guys are getting the hang of this way of life now and looking to 2021 you've talked about a lot of things that you really like about your guys but what is it that you are looking forward to the most i'm excited just new energy i'm i'm you know i'm i think we all just want it we're so excited to get it, it was such a big break and then all with the negotiations it extended it longer so it was like uh, are we gonna get started are we not we're we gonna get started or not so it built up that anxiousness that we want to you know um make uh the wrongs right you know and and what i mean by that is we didn't make the playoffs we want to we want to push us we want to get better every single day change the mentality of our work ethic of our our everyday environment and, and positivity to drive drive the culture in, in the right direction and get everyone back on board as as a club i mean you saw the uh the document that that the club put out that tony wrote um in, in our 
um, you know, our core values and all that, that's, that's another piece of it. You know, everyone firing for the same, uh, same target. And that's, that also drops down to the business side of it with John Kimball organizing, um, some situ- you know, meetings and stuff with all the staff. And there's a whole lot of positive work going outside that people don't, don't take notice because they're not from within that has been lacking in the last few years that I hope unites everyone. And I think when you can unite everyone towards one target, then it, it adds excitement. It definitely adds excitement on, on the everyday um, process and coming into work and, and the people that you work with uh, goes a long way. And I think we could all agree on that. You know, when there's a, a good environment at work, you know, time flies and you're excited to go every single day and you bring the, you bring the right energy and it starts from the club. It starts from me. It starts from the, the, the front office and that's going to trickle down to and have that effect to the players and, and, and new life and new, a new era, you know, of, of, of new energy. So we're hoping that, you know, with all this waiting that, you know, we're excited where we can't get ready to get going and, and, and season starts so we can get back to playing football and what we love doing.